This is Papa Smurf. You're listening to Our Lifestyle, the podcast with ODB and the mayor. Yo, 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 it's ODB, Our Lifestyle podcast. And we want to remind you that Bayou Showdown is going down later this year in Slidell, Louisiana at the Harbor Center. That's 100 Harbor Center Boulevard, again, in Slidell, Louisiana. Bayou Showdown is November 20th and 21st. It's the weekend before Thanksgiving, so get on out and support the scene, including Custom Car Show Productions in conjunction with Mr. Sean Randall. Bayou Showdown, November 20th and 21st, Slidell, Louisiana. Check that hashtag, Bayou Showdown, or Facebook, Bayou Showdown, for more information. Yo, 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 it's our Lifestyle Podcast, also known as OLP, episode 254, I believe it's 254, starting to lose count here as we move towards the milestone 275, and then of course, 300, that's probably going to come, I guess, sometime next year, if we keep up this pace, one a week, but I want to give a huge shout out to the show that you heard at the top, of course, Slidell, Louisiana, the weekend before Thanksgiving, it's going to be freaking awesome out there in Slidell, it's Bayou Showdown, much more coming, but if you look up Bayou Showdown on Facebook, you'll see their information there. Uh, we've talked a lot about it, and it's a good mix of vehicles, full sizes, minis, and of course, plenty of low riders. Now, I also want to give a huge shout out to someone that we announced recently, Mini Truck Showdown. We're super excited about this show, and uh, we're going to talk to Corey just in a short bit about some of the key updates. The show, of course, is now in Vegas. And it's really uh, probably, you know, it's coming up to be one of the biggest, baddest mini truck shows on the West Coast. And that's saying a lot, right? Because there's been a lot of legendary shows over the years. Now, Forbidden Fantasy is one of our favorites. I think they've got, you know, obviously kind of the, um, you know, the reins right now. And hopefully we'll, we'll see them get back on track post-pandemic world. But uh, super excited about mini truck showdown and... I don't want to share too much of the details because I hear that some of it could change. Now, on this episode, our title guest is going to be Ryan from AccuAire. Now, we typically will pick up a lot of listeners because of AccuAire's brand name. So thank you very much. If you're here, you're new, maybe you listened to when Ryan was on earlier this year, please subscribe and or follow our Lifestyle Podcast, whether you're on an iPhone, listening in the pre-installed podcast app, or using a premium service like Spotify. Of course, there's plenty of free ones out there, Pandora, you name it. For the most part, you can search OLP and you'll find our Lifestyle Podcast. That uh, epic artwork, our show artwork uh, for the podcast from Graphic Disorder. And uh, we certainly appreciate you coming on, joining the Airhead Nation family, liking and or following, subscribing rather, to OLP. Now, the overview of the show is brought to you by Graphics Mafia, so huge shout out to Buddy and Ryan. If you're looking for stickers, a little bit of design work, they even do wraps, things like that. Um, They can do show flyers and whatnot, but reach out to them. It's graphics with an X, mafia.com, or Facebook or Instagram. Of course, they're also on TikTok, Graphics Mafia. So before we get going with the typical show, right, we've been keeping this thing fresh lately. 
getting a lot of good feedback. We're going to try to call Corey now from Mini Truck Showdown, hear a few key updates from the big homie, and then we'll get on with the show already in progress. You may have noticed Mickey Mike the mayor, we swerved him again. He uh, doesn't have the dial-in information, so he can't be part of the podcast if we keep swerving him. He's probably out gallivanting around, but we weren't able to link up this week. And I don't know that it's a bad thing, right? So uh, let's see, and um, we'll see if we pick him up next week as we get a little bit closer towards the next show that I'm going to be at, and I'll talk more about that a little bit later. Yo, so as I mentioned, we're rolling in here now with some audio just called The Big Homie Corey from Mini Truck Showdown. We're so excited for this show to return to Las Vegas in 2022. But first, man, Corey, how you doing, brother? I'm doing good. I'm a little tired, but, you know, I'm I'm still kicking out here on the West Coast, even with all of our fires and everything. Well, you know what Hank always says from Hammered Weekend Wear, man? Just put the toothpicks in your eyes like the old Looney Tunes cartoons, bro. And just drink another, <laughs> drink another soda. But you never know what's in his cup, though. Like, sometimes I'm wondering, I'm like, is that really soda? Because it smells a little different. But I know, you know, you wouldn't do that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh, no, I got to I got to stay straight, my guy. I got to stay straight, you know, right. driving, driving and all that is what keeps me from, uh, you know, doing doing all those little party favors that I used to do back in the day. Yeah, you're trying to loosen your load. You got seven women on your mind or something. No, was it seven shows? I think it's seven shows on your mind. But yeah, man, listen, I want to I want to talk about mini truck showdown. You started out a couple years ago in Bakersfield, California, kind of Really a, a hot spot for mini trucks, even going back to the 90s and 80s. But you guys had this show, and we were very clear last year. We talked a little bit about you guys switched it up, and you moved to Vegas, and you, you've talked about that in the past. The show was a huge hit. What are you got planned for 2022? Dude, it's it's been – this show has been an emotional roller coaster ride. Um we went from, you know, as you stated, doing it in Bakersfield for the first two years to moving the show to Vegas last year. Well, as we all know, you know, the pandemic hit last year and California was on a lockdown. We're still kind of on a um, little bit of a lockdown. So it kind of hindered us from wanting to do the show here, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Last year's show blew up. Um, the amount of support and the amount of, of attendance from all over the country uh, was, was just phenomenal it was insane you know and everybody out there that's listening you know you guys made that show happen and we appreciate it for next year like you asked for next year because of how big the show was this past year we had to get a new hotel um within one year we outgrew the lot that we were in we're moving to uh bally's hotel or casino on the strip in vegas um we have approximately uh, with the the area that we're at, about three hundred fifty thousand square feet to use. Damn. It's all outside. It's it's right behind, um, which is called Caesar Strip. It's where Planet Hollywood, Paris, and Bally's all meet together. We have enough area that we don't have to worry about trailer parking, which was an issue this past year. We don't have to worry about you know where is everyone going to park, blocking streets, <laughs> things like that. So just to just to throw that out there for everybody, that's already in the works and that's already taken care of. So don't worry about that. But as for the show, we, we, we plan on bringing it back bigger and better. Um, we learned a lot from doing it in Vegas this past year. Uh, we understand that there were, you know, with any show, there's always going to be hiccups. And, you know, we apologize to all of our patrons and things like that. Um, our, our sponsors, our vendors, everybody. So just know that we're already in the works. We've been in the works. You guys have seen what we posted so far, a little bit on social media. 
I haven't done any live streams yet because we're still working out the kinks in the show uh, due to the fact that, you know, we have actually uh, changed the dates. So what about the dates, right? So I'm kind of hearing some rumblings of some changes. So talk to us a little bit about, you know, set the record straight for Mini Truck Showdown. Um, yeah, as, as, as all you guys out there know, um, we originally had the dates set for Mother's Day weekend, and that brought up some concerns with a lot of people in the scene. Um, because, you know, there's people that do celebrate Mother's Day with their family, and there's some people that don't. That's, that's you know, <laughs> that's okay. Sure. Uh, if you want to spend that time at a car show, heck yeah, you know, but... We felt that as a group that it was a good idea to move the date due to we wanted to bring the best show possible. And, you know, with with large groups of clubs coming or not coming, you know, that could hinder an event. Sure. So we just moved the dates to June 3rd through the 5th of 2022. Now, I know what you guys are thinking. It's going to be hot. Oh, my God. You know, this and that. We're actually turning the event into a night event. We are going to be opening up the gates and all that, you know, all that's going to be broken down over time, but the show is going to go from 2 PM to 2 AM that way for all these guys like that we've been seeing either in the old school minis or the new age minis or, you know, the imports Flo-hos, and all that. Yeah. All those guys. Exactly. A lot of these guys have light kits. You know what I mean? You can't really display those during the day, right? True. Or the, the star, the starlight headliners, things like that. So we want to give, everybody the option to be able to display their vehicle the best they can and with having the new venue we also have the ability to have full displays this year so that's another thing that's coming out because i know a lot of these guys with within the the old school scene you know the lowrider scene you know the the mini truck scene whatever they may be you know a lot of these guys have big displays so we are going to be allowing displays this year for the show coming up in 2022 as well I love it. We're talking with Corey from Mini Truck Showdown. Of course, he's got a team that he's working with as well. But look up on Instagram. It's Mini Truck Showdown altogether. Of course, on Facebook. And what Corey kind of just reinforces the dates were originally going to be, I think, May sixth through the eighth. So you push out about yes. three weeks, give or take, and basically you're going to now land, which we have it on the official OLP show calendar. It's going to be the first weekend in June, which is the third, fourth, and fifth of June, 2022. Yes. Now, when you think about, you had a DP, right? You had Daryl Poe and Nikki, our East Coast kinfolk. They made the trek out. I know Glenn did as well. A lot of good people. So you start to have all these people uh, come into town. I know a little bit of the rumblings last year were some people that were saying, hey, man, you know, I live here in Vegas and I want to just kind of pull in here. I've been doing the truck stuff for a long time. I totally get it. But you had one of the biggest challenges, from my understanding, was the constraints of the space that you had. You talked a little bit earlier with 300,000 plus uh, space. I really see this kind of turning into something where, man, you can have plenty of awesome vendors but you can have plenty of enthusiasts that want to come out and just have a good time. And oh, by the way, hopefully it'll be a little bit cooler in that nice Vegas um, evening and into the night. That's what we're hoping for. Um, and and as you just talked about and you just mentioned, uh, the vendors, we are trying to make you know this a, a really good event for not only our, our participants, but also our spectators and the, the people that are going to be coming there and spending the time with us that are taking time away from either their families or taking time to come, you know, come and hang out with their club or make it a club trip. You know, Vegas, Vegas is like the ultimate party destination. Um, and that's what we want to make it. We want to make it a big party. We want to make it to where 
people come back for years, you know, for years on end. You know, we want to make the event successful there. We want we want to make the vendors happy, the sponsors happy, and the participants as well. Um, as for vendors this year, we if if any of you are listening out there, hit us up. We have packages for you guys that are insane, and you guys will love the the marketing plans that we have for our vendors. Uh, whether you're a vendor, whether you're a sponsor. Going with that, you know, we've we've got ultimate packages from anything from like a regular 10 by 10 booth to where if you guys have a hauler, you know, that's a full on semi with a canopy, whatever, bring it on out. We can get you guys taken care of. We have the space to accommodate everybody this year. So with that being said, um, the sky's the limit with 2022. Yeah, I'd love to see like a hammered weekend wear, a garage gear clothing like a Lone Star Throwdown, maybe they could come out with, you know, with garage gear, of course, but even like Colorado Custom Wheels, you know, some of the guys that we've known that have been in the scene a long time, I, I there are certain shows that come to mind from the West Coast that I saw lots of coverage of, and I kind of see where you're leading, so I love it. Uh, I want you to give a huge shout-out to Fab Lab, right? So Rory, one of my severed brothers, kinfolk, uh, I know that he really stepped up last year, and you know he was a vendor of you guys, uh, and kind of a sponsor. Uh, you expect someone like Rory and all his team to be back on, uh, I would think, for this new year. Oh yeah, um, Rory, Rory, Sean, <clears throat> all the guys that are over there working at at the Fab Lab. You know, they're all amazing people. Um, Rory came on in the midst of the pandemic, you know, and he put it. He put his faith in the event that it was going to be a su- success. Rory is one of those guys that will literally give the shirt off their back for you if if you need it. You know, I've built you know we've built a pretty strong relationship. You know, from not only the show but he's also been working on my three hundred. Uh, same thing with Sean. You know, Sean Robinson and uh, his son Josh. So yeah. they uh, they're a great group of great group of guys. You know, we we'd love to have them back. I've reached out to Rory. You know, we've talked a little bit here and there. Um, we don't know what 2022 holds yet. So once we, you know, once we get a little bit further down the line, you know, once we get some more details ironed out, then we're going to start hitting it real hard with our sponsors and our vendors. But, you know, last year's show with having Rory and and the guys come on, you know, that was, and the fab lab, you know, that was, that was simply amazing, you know, and we, we appreciate them a hundred, a hundred times too, you know what I mean? Or a hundred times 10. Yeah. They, they offered support. They offered help. You know, they, they, they came through when a lot of people didn't. Yeah, they were in the trenches with you guys. And, you know, with Mini Truck Showdown now being midway almost through 2022, the reason why we really wanted to partner up with you is because we love all the West Coast, right? We love the vibe out there, and it's a central location. You know, it's 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 several months out from SEMA, so I don't think you got people that are yet on that SEMA crunch, but... I mean, you know, we got to rally the troops, man. We got to get the Bob Hayes involved and all these West Coast guys, uh, Arizona, Phoenix, you know, Phoenix, Arizona, Cali, you name it. Of course, Pacific Northwest with Jeff at Mini Garage and and Ron and it just so many people. And of course, Texas can easily come, you know, full force. Um, you know, many runs back in the day, Laughlin and things like that. That you know, a different uh, clubs and, and shops would come out to. But I'm super excited because. You know, we talk a lot about how the scene is changing, and it's not often that you see a magazine like All Time Low pop up. But then now you've got more shows coming back. And uh, for anybody that's listening out there, man, try to mark this one right now on your calendar or subscribe on ourlifestylepodcast.com, left hand column. Look for the official OLP digital show calendar. The big thing here is we want these shows to succeed. 
you know, and Corey and team, I know uh, the Mahaney's and, and Sean, you know, these guys are helping do a lot of stuff, you know. So let's let's help this be a successful thing, man. This could be a resurgence of, you know, maybe not a West Coast uh, a river run, so to speak, because there's not a river right there, but kind of a West Coast run that has an awesome feel. And going into the evening, that's a totally different vibe. So I, I love where you guys are, th- you know, going mindset-wise. Yeah, and plus with Vegas, you know, it's a night, it's a nightlife capital, you know, and that's the best time to throw an event. That's the best time to have a party. I mean, people aren't going to want to get up at ten o'clock in the morning to have a party, you know, or eight o'clock in the morning to have a party. No, you're going to want to party all night long. You're want to you're going to want to make memories with your friends, make memories with your family, make memories with your club members, and that's what we're trying to do here. We're trying to make this, you know, where memories are shared for years to come. You know, where we see pictures on Facebook pop up of people having a blast ten years down the road, and they tag us in it or whatever. You know, it might be. Um, there were thousands of pictures taken this year from all different angles. And some of those pictures even ended up in common trends over in Japan. You know, that was, that was pretty amazing to see that the show ended up in common trends magazine in Japan. So, I mean, that tells you how far people either came or people are willing to go. So make those memories, get out, share the life, you know, have a blast and be safe while you're doing it. Yeah, and I would tell people as we start getting closer to that like three to six month mark before the event, you know, get on a Southwest Airlines app or Expedia and, and start looking. Recently, I was looking for a plane ticket to go up for something up in uh, Washington, some things we were doing outside of the truck scene. Dude, it was $133 one way to fly from Tampa to Seattle. Now, granted, maybe a couple of bucks in their taxes, this and that, but, you know, call it $150, $175 to fly across the country. Man, if you've never been to SEMA, this is a way for you to get out to Vegas, kind of get a feel for how things are going, and um, you know, just enjoy yourselves. Now, Corey, um, I know you got so much to share. We want to have you back on to talk more about the show because I mean, there's a lot right over this next nine months, give or take. But here's the crazy thing, right? So here I am thinking, man, you're in the catbird seat. You got this new event coming. You you've been t- talking with me the last few months, man. You got another one. So technically, about four months before the show we're talking about, which is June 2022, you're trying to have something. You are having something back in Cali the first weekend in February, dude. Like, where's your mindset? What's going on there? Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> now that we're still in the pandemic. Um, the, the falling edge of it, I guess you can say. Um, we're hosting another event in Bakersfield. Um, we're bringing the Kern County Showdown. So we did the event, you know, the mini truck showdown at the same venue that we're using now for the Kern County Showdown. It's the same campout style event. You know, so far we have 34 clubs registered from all over, you know, the western half of the United States. It's a full-on show. It's not just a regular campout style show. We are allowing the lowriders in. We are allowing the four by fours in. We are allowing the hot rods in. You know, it is. It's it's an all class show. The only thing we're not allowing in is is like I told you, you know, the Truckyondo or the Tequache, you know, truck scene. Um, something about that will come later on down the road. Mm-hmm. But for this show, we're doing outdoor and indoor spacing this year for not only vendors but also show vehicles. So we're trying to step up our game in California a little bit, give people that have these full displays, you know, an out to come out and start showing earlier. You know, with it being February, yeah, it's cool weather. It's great weather. The the 
the first two years that we did the mini truck show down there. You know, the show itself on Saturday went amazing. No mm -hmm. rain at all until after we got done with the awards, which was a godsend. You know what I mean? Like, we had the show, sunny all day, bright and nice. Got done with the awards, boom, torrential downpour. That's just how it goes in, in Bakersfield. So um, that's what we're hoping for with, with the Kern County Showdown. And you guys can check that event out as well at kerncountyshowdown.com. Or you can go to our Instagram at Kern County Showdown as well, all one word. Um, or if you need to, give me a call about either show, whether it be the Mini Truck Showdown or Kern County Showdown at 661-303-6373. Like Mike Jones, but better, right? Right, Corey? It's like right? 281. No, not that one. But Kern County Showdown, February 4th through the 6th, 2022. Dude, it's, again, what I said a few minutes ago, it's not often that you have someone go, hey, you know what? We're going to try our hand at a show. You guys were in Bakersfield. You said, hey, business-wise, we got to get out of Cali for now. You go to Vegas, it gets bigger. Then you go, hey, we don't want to cut and run, right? We don't want to do a we don't want to do a LeBron over in uh, in Cleveland and cut down to Miami. What you want to do is you want to come back to your roots and go, hey, we're willing to do an event here. You know, let's get out of this craziness we're in. So now you got Kern County Showdown February fourth through the sixth, twenty twenty two. And it sounds like, obviously, both of these are going to be annual events. We already know uh, Mini Truck Showdown is. But, you know, we're so excited for um, the growth of the scene. That's what we want to see. And hopefully we'll bring out some old school mini truckers with a mix of the new ones. And, again, you got people like New Minis, Flow Hosts, so many good clubs out there that are out there repping freaking hard. So I know you're excited for 2022, man. We just need you to keep that blood pressure down, brother. <laughs> Yeah, well, for, for the Bakersfield show, um, we're kind of throwing around some big cash uh, for the for the uh, traditional bed dancers that are coming out as well. Um, I believe for first place for that show, we're throwing out a thousand cash, and then for second it's five hundred, and for third it's two fifty. So you know, there's no extra added entry fee for that. You know, if you've got a traditional tilt bed mini or bed uh, bed dancer, bring it on out. You know, this is completely on the house. So um, New Minis will be doing the judging again from what I've talked with Eric uh, from New Minis. Um, it's, it's, we're set to have an epic show, not only in Vegas, but in Bakersfield as well. Because there's a lot more stuff that we're planning for Bakersfield here in the coming months. We're so excited, dude. As you mentioned, KernCountyShowdown.com. Of course, Mini Truck Showdown as well. They're both on Instagram and Facebook. There's going to be so much more that we want to share. I know I've committed, I've committed to Mike that I'm going to be coming out there in June. So that first weekend, um, I'm basically already looking for flights. Now, granted, it's a little too early to book, but I'm going to come out there, probably leave early on a Friday, uh, take Friday off, hang out all day Friday. Of course, the show all weekend, um, and it's just going to be a great time. So, you know, Corey, we certainly appreciate uh, what you're doing for the scene. Listen, tip of the cap, it's a lot of – potential stress. It's a lot of, uh, you know, capital that you have to put out. It's a lot of relationships that you have to continue to uh, build. But um, man, before we wrap it up, any last words, Corey? No, it's just, uh, I can't wait for, you know, 2020, 2022 to get here, you know, so we can see everybody at the event and, you know, kick it with our friends and have a good time. One last thing, everybody heading out to uh, the lowdown in Laughlin this weekend or today, you know, as, as of, of Friday, you know, everyone be safe, get home safe, you know, watch your speed out there. Um, don't drink and drive, you know, because we want to see you at the next run. So 
Everybody be safe and have a good time. Wish I was there partying with you guys. And good luck to Seductive on their show this weekend. Yeah, real talk, and I didn't get a chance to mention that. Um, God, some of these shows slipped my mind, but you're right. On Instagram, it's low, L-O-W, down, Laughlin, low, down, Laughlin. You see the epic artwork. I know Hot Rod Christina, she was involved with that. So big ups to the fam, and to your point, have a good, uh, you know, hope that, hopefully they have a great show. But, Corey, dude, it's exactly. always real talk. Keep in touch, dude. Stay safe out there. I know you're an 18-wheeler over-the-road deal, so be safe, and we're going to continue on with the episode, and please – when you get updates, we're ready to rock and roll with you, man. Awesome, brother. I'll be in touch. All right. We're going to continue on the episode already in progress. All right. Thanks so much again, Corey from Mini Truck Showdown, for coming on. Big ups to the homie. Really looking forward to the show next year in 2022. Now, we're going to transition into the scene updates. And uh, one thing that I had noticed out there uh, recently, I talked about C10 intervention. And, you know, I just cannot give enough credit to the family over there at C10 Intervention. You know, these guys, uh, the C10 truck community, Ronnie talks so much about it, about the people, the trucks, and so on. They do just such a great job of uh, bringing people together. And that C10 Intervention show really did that. And um, one guy that I met out there, Mac in Motion, is his Instagram, M-A-C, and then uh, .in, .motion. Uh, met the big homie. And he did their official show coverage. It's on droppedlower.com. Uh, you can go out there and there's a, in the, the kind of the header, you'll see C10 intervention. And when you select that, you're going to see all these really great photos that were taken from the staging area all the way down to the um, just the awesome cruise. But uh, they kind of kept it short and sweet. And I know over on uh, C10 Intervention Instagram, he's been sharing a lot of those. One of my favorites was uh, when we had kicked off C10 Intervention with Street Trucks Livestream, we had uh, a couple of the guys over there. I think it was Tony and it was Carlos, and someone took a photo. Uh, I think it was Mac in Motion. He, he was live streaming it, but then he took a photo of the phone, so you kind of see us on the other side of the phone with this nice uh, kind of blurred images around. So pretty cool stuff. Check it out. Um, again, there's not a lot of photos there. Uh, but it is it's kind of cool. You can select show more, so uh, I might be lying here. There might be you know a couple hundred, but uh, they did just a fantastic job, and I certainly appreciate Mac in Motion. Might have to get him in on the future or get him in on a future episode because, dude, a uh, real, real cool guy. So from a digital perspective, you got that out there, and um, also on YouTube, uh, Grinder TV, uh, he dropped a new one. So uh, Slamboree is out there that includes kind of behind the scenes Mike Finnegan, uh, the painting of the truck. So that's pretty cool. And I think I recently announced uh, that he dropped the Relaxing Northwest Awakening. That's also out there. So from a digital standpoint, there's tons of free content out there. Get out there, check it out, YouTube, uh, Grinder TV. Now, print magazine-wise, uh, Street Trucks Mag, they did announce their new issue and uh, this one's pretty cool. It's got West Coast uh, connection that ties into IF Customs, but you also have uh, Severed Ties Georgia that now owns it and kind of saw the truck through the finish line. And uh, that uh, was the November issue, I believe it is. No, October issue. And that's the white ram on the cover, and that's Severed. That's uh, Jorge Casillas, as I believe how you say his name. So big ups to the homie. Now on Facebook... Although I don't spend a lot of time out there, I do tend to see things, and we, of course, save these. So um, here's a couple that I that I saved. 
Uh, Donna Mahaney-Patrick with Sean Patrick, she, she says he doesn't always get enough credit for the hard work. He sees something he wants to make better, and he leaps into rabbit holes. Regardless of hurting from it later, he has blessed me with being a partner and best friend and always goes above and beyond. So really cool stuff. She's talking about Side Toy, one of their mini trucks. Uh, so big ups to our fam. Love what they're always doing, the, the Mahaney's out there. Patrick and Donna. Now, this was pretty cool. I meant to talk more about this, and I swear the dates just flew by, but I saw Brooke and Angie Ellis. They were up in Lynchburg, Virginia. Made it to Virginia. The Tacoma's hauling so many pairs of underwear. Thank you, Carol, and then a whole bunch of other folks um, for uh, the haul. So uh, pretty cool stuff, and I believe, if I remember correctly, that was for Campfire Shenanigans, and I've been meaning to say that I did talk to Sabre recently. Real good conversation, just kind of linking up in general. And uh, nothing for the podcast yet, but I uh, love what uh, she and all those ladies do to kind of bring together the community. It's obviously a woman's event, uh, but you know, just huge and uh, good stuff there. Now, this was pretty cool. Bill Hancock, right? We had him on. He was at Colorado Custom Wheels for such a long time. Got a lot of respect for him. Of course, his son is, um, you know, up, uh, you know, in the heavens above. But um, you know, we we had Bill on was a, a fantastic episode. Uh, Bill at Wheel History with Bill Hancock, and uh, he says headed out to the West for some Cali style love. This will be the first project for myself in a long time. Done a lot of giving to others. Now this one's for me. So looking good. It looks like he's going to join the uh, C10 community, and can't wait to see uh, what Bill puts together. Now, a little bit later, we're going to hear from Ryan, as I alluded earlier, from AccuAir. It's hard to believe he says it's been a year, so I don't want to give all that away. We'll talk a little bit about it. But bottom line is, about a year ago, AccuAir kind of reannounced their existence uh, through Arnot. They were, of course, out here at SlamFest last year. And uh, just really looking forward to seeing what they continue to bring to the market. We talk a lot um, on, on all kinds of different stuff with Ryan a little bit later. Uh, riggedy Ron Perkins from Hammered Weekend Wear, the big homie. He was at Randy's Transmissions. I wonder if Randy and Hank are related because supposedly uh, Hank had a deal worked where he could get like the transmission almost for free. But I don't know if, if how many favors that included, you know, uh, with the ladies out there. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Utah is a crazy state. So, you know, Hank's always down for some shenanigans. But uh, it was good to see Riggedy Ron. I talked to him earlier this week. He's back in the catbird seat as they used to say at NASCAR all the time. So uh, big, big ups to the homie. The Flyers are in for Southeast Mini Truck and Nationals. Typically a show update, but I did want to just give a nod to Jason Bell at Bell's Rod Shop. Love what he does for the scene. Dude, graphic disorder, man. Hold the heat for some of us. Love these Flyers, man. The whole theme of them. Um, They've taken the show artwork that they did to the next level. Then you have this themed out flyer front and back. Dude, Maggie Valley, North Carolina, 422-2022. So 422 of 2022. That's, of course, through the 24th. Maggie Valley, North Carolina. Dude, seriously, Eric, team, everybody over there at Graphic Disorder, including Brand, of course, the owner and Shelly. Dude, tip of the cap, y'all. At Graphic Disorder, just how it sounds. If y'all aren't using them for your show artwork and or merch, You're losing out, straight up and down. All right, so the scene update's brought to you by our family at Garage Gear Clothing. Riggedy Ron was even on recently, even though he's got the Hamburg brand. 
he will tell you he does not know how they do it. If you go to Garage Gear Clothing, that's garagegearclothing.com, you'll see all of the orders in the U.S. of A are very free, no charge, okay? Free shipping. I know that's a bad, it's a bad Borat, but Hey, I just I, I I love I love the Borat character, but but seriously, GarageGearClothing.com, free shipping on all US of A orders. Go check them out. They've got tank tops, they've got all kinds of cool stuff, and uh, fairly reasonable prices. So for the holidays, your significant other, go hook them up. If you're doing those white elephant deals for the holidays with the clubs, man, go out there, show them some love. These guys go all over the country. You can hit them up at a show and maybe even save on some show specials, but. Bottom line, it's garagegearclothing.com. Okay, so the key show updates, right? So here's kind of where we're going to be. In a couple of weeks, I've been asked, and it looks like everything's going to hopefully align. I think street trucks are going to be on vacation for a couple days. Those guys have been working around the clock, so it's good to see them get away a little bit. But when they come back, we're hopefully going to finalize. It looks like Del Mar is going to be October 1st through the 3rd. That's in Cali. So I might have to do my going, going back back to Cali again dude I can't do it as good as Chris Berman that back 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 but I can tell you that it looks like I'll be going back to Cali I've never been as north as I was for C10 intervention now I've never been as south in California now I've been to Oregon I've been to Washington but I hadn't been as far north for C10 intervention I haven't been as far south as it looks like I'll be able to go for good guys Delmar so looking forward to that now, after Good Guys, it looks like the next event for us is going to be SEMA. Uh, the Mini Truck Hall of Fame is, is still scheduled for that Monday. Got to talk with um, you know the team over there and kind of get them on to give some updates, Bob Hayes and, and the crew. But it looks like uh, SEMA, everything's going to be a go. Uh, of course, you know we talked a little bit about some of the provisions they're going to have, but that's either here nor there. I just want to see cool trucks and share the photos and videos and reels and all that good stuff, and the Morse code, and uh, texts, and smut, and you know all that stuff. <laughs> Truck smut. Okay, after that, um, so you're going to have Laying at the Lake. That's on our radar. That's going to be November 12th through the 14th in Grapeland, Texas. Got to get them back on. They're good peeps. Uh, loved hearing from them before. Last I checked in, they were doing well with their pre-registration. So they've, they've obviously have had a little bit of disaster in their area. They can talk more about that once we have them on. But, you know, that whole region has continued to get hit. Uh, someone even brought up to me, man, my Packers got smacked last weekend. I mean, hard. And um, that game, I didn't even realize it, that it had been relocated over to Jacksonville because of some, uh, I don't know if it was damage or some sort of issue in New Orleans. But, you know, we know that they were recently ravaged. So, to all of our kinfolk in that entire region, a lot of NC, a lot of different clubs, uh, much love and respect, and we hope that you and your families are safe, and um, you know, hopefully we can get through the rest of this hurricane season without too much craziness. Laying at the lake, that's L-A-Y-I-N-G, at the lake on Instagram. And then Biggity Bayou Showdown, November 19th through the 21st, Slidell, Louisiana, look it up. Big homies, we're going to have... Sean Randall and team on very soon to talk about it. The show has grown by leaps and bounds in the short amount of time, and it kind of goes back to Slidell. Go on Google Maps. Take a look. See how far it is. If you're going to have that week off, you know many of you are going to you know potentially take those three days for Thanksgiving week, and then you'll have that kind of nine-day span off 
if that's the case and you're within driving distance or you want to fly in, I know Miggity Mike, the mayor, he's going to be gallivanting out there while I am back here in Tampa holding down the fort for our Tampa Kennedy cruise, which of course is going to be open to all makes and models, but the Lincolns will lead the way, kind of paying homage to JFK, who was here in 1963 before he took the trip to Texas. And uh, he was in Houston, and then he went to Dallas, and that was his last trip. So kind of our way to kind of get people together. It's continued to grow. It's a free cruise, and uh, looking forward to that. But that's going to be November 20th here in the Tampa Bay area. All right, the Key Show updates brought to you by our family at the West Coast Influence. You can go to minitruckfilm.com. And you can order the Blu-ray or DVD. Here's the cool thing. It's not too expensive, and it's a documentary-style film that ties into the West Coast influence that we all love that kind of got us to where we're at from a mini-truck perspective. They've got Gendro in there. We're going to have him, hopefully, as a future guest. Rest in peace to Ernie Macias. And, um, you know, he's in there as well, so, so big ups to the fam. All right, the Airhead Nation updates. If you're um, – a, a, Kind of a continued, you know, listener, you know, going through this stuff a little bit quicker, just trying to kind of keep a little bit tighter of a format for this week. You know, typically our shows are two to three hours, you know, for m- many of you in the car, in the truck, you love it. Hey, just trying to kind of pull, peel back a little bit and allow for people to, uh, to kind of do other things that they want to do. So, you know, we'll try to sprinkle in some shorter shows here. But uh, the first Airhead Nation update goes out to the big homie, Phil Fowler, the triple OG, possibly quadruple OG. You know what I mean? Like when you're OG with three O's and then you're kind of like tipping on the fourth, dude, I mean, you're Paul Wall tipping at that point. So Phil Fowler, big ups to the homie. And actually, um, Paul Wall just released a new album, I think. But I think that's why it's on my mind. But Phil Fowler, straight up and down. He says, happy 20th anniversary to his beautiful bride. Thankful uh, for the family life that they've made together. And that was back, it looks like, around the 8th of September. So uh, good dude, great-looking family, Phil Fowler for president, one of the best dudes straight up and down that you'll ever meet. The other one was, um, this one was pretty cool. So Jorge Rodriguez, so Mike's good friend, uh, he had uh, wished his uh, happy birthday to his little man who is now 17. He's not very little, and uh, he's Broncoology on Instagram, big supporter of the podcast, and just love what he's doing. He's really a future mini trucker, but he's got a Bronco, so I don't really know that he's a mini trucker. He's more like a, a Bronco trucker. I don't know what they call him, but um, he's a good dude. So looking forward to uh, what those guys continue to do as an awesome father-son duo. The only other Airhead Nation update that I wanted to mention is, listen, um, Ernie Macias, you know, we had mentioned that there was going to be the celebration of life, and th- the celebration of life did happen. And if you go out there and check the hashtag Ernie or RIP Ernie Macias, RIP and then Ernie M A C I A S, and you look at that tag, you're going to see more and more posts. But where they put this together, you know, you had Steve Wilk out there, uh, you had a lot of the club mates, um, you know, you had Auto Revolution had posted about it. We posted uh, Nick 16NC, Nick Gardner, he posted about it as well, NC member. They pulled together and they pulled they pulled off the the just unthinkable and they put together low sixty four SS. So um, you know, rest in peace, Ernie. We do still want to do a tribute show and we kind of feel that now that a little bit of time has passed, it's going to allow for us to kind of link up with some of the people that we really want to link up with. Um, you know, to pay homage and tribute to the big homie. So 
Uh, thank you to everyone that was able to contribute to the GoFundMe. Last I checked, it was like over fifty-two grand. Uh, we stood by our word. We contributed what we could based upon some of the sales, and then we even uh, upped the ante some. So, uh, by all means, it doesn't amount. It doesn't matter how much you contributed, whether it was a dollar or five dollars, or of course more. But what uh, what really matters to us is you know the scene, and I'll speak for myself. The scene is strong. We're stronger together. And uh, let's just do what's right for the scene and, and rest in peace to Ernie. I know he would appreciate it. And uh, he loved what we were doing. And um, I loved what he was doing, you know, as just the guy in the scene. So good father, a great husband um, from everything we've heard and, and seen. And, of course, just an amazing mini trucker, really car enthusiast and all in all. R.I.P. Ernie Macias. Now the Airhead Nation updates brought to you by Hammered Weekend Wear. H-A-M-M-E-R-D, weekendwear.com. Go get some merch, y'all. Hammered Weekend Wear, Ron's crisscrossing the country. He needs some fuel money to get home, dude. The rumor is when, when Ron goes to sleep, Hank is out working all night siphoning gas tanks. Now, I would never uh, condone, you know, kind of some of the things that Hank will do. We've talked a lot about him, but I mean, kind of going around, you know, hardworking dudes out there filling up our gas tanks. I mean, he's siphoning fuel, you know, diesel. I mean, he'll, he'll take anything he can get non ethanol and he mixes it all up. Now I wouldn't condone this either. I mean, he'll put it all in the truck and I go, Ron, I mean, isn't this a diesel truck? And he goes, yeah, but you know, and I'm thinking to myself, I mean, you're putting like regular fuel in it. So I don't, again, I wouldn't condone that, but I mean, Hank is just on another level. So, you know, there was Hugh Hefner, and then there's Hank Norris, and, and Hank is, is on that level. So, you know, if you see Hank at a show, give him a fist bump. He won't say a lot, but uh, he appreciates all the love. So, um, you know, big ups. And you'll see him hopefully at a show near you. Go to Hammered, H-A-M-M-E-R-D, WeekendWear.com, and uh, check out the show schedule for the rest of this year. And uh, I think the next time I'm going to see him potentially is going to be at Lone Star Throwdown. So we're really looking forward to that. Big ups to the homie. And that's Ron, not Hank, I mean. Big ups to the homie, Riggity Ron Perkins. So, wow, man, we went through stuff kind of quick. It's a good thing. It's a bad thing. Try to slow down a little bit, ODB. That's what I always hear. Slow down, take a breath. But I want to give a huge shout-out to All Time Low Magazine, right? I don't think we talk about them enough. You know, this is a homegrown magazine, and uh, many of you say, oh, man, I loved mini trucking. Well, I did too. You know, we're going through all those episodes or all those issues, rather, on our YouTube channel. Okay, cool stuff, right? But ATLmagazine.com brings you over to All Time Low Magazine. They've got different gear that you can support by buying a shirt, baby line, accessories, all that kind of good stuff. But the most important thing is if you want to buy a magazine, if you want to buy a calendar, you want to buy a subscription, right now you can only get issue 28. That features Sketchy's Hot Rods, uh, their amazing trucks and, and you know uh, SUV on the cover with the title Family Ties. You can buy that one. Now, the, the, the magazines are a little bit more expensive than you would maybe traditionally think, right? But don't just take our word for it. Buy issue 28. You'll see the print quality is amazing. The binding is awesome. The advertisement is minimal. So, you know, check it out. If you love what you see, go back and subscribe, okay? When you subscribe, you can select with what month or what issue, if you will, that you want to start with. We love what Beth and Rich do. 
And of course, each issue we have the ODB live and uncut. So I got to finalize this next one coming up. I think you guys will appreciate it. And uh, thanks so much to All Time Low Magazine for the continued support. Damian Davis and all of the crew, including the Boons nationwide, east to west, holding it down for All Time Low Magazine. So damn, we heard from Corey a little bit. ODB, I flew through some updates. Um, the last thing I'll tell everybody before we run into the audio with Ryan from AccuAire, if you want your, if you got a badass car or truck and you want to put that on a skate deck, okay, who doesn't love skate decks? Even if you can't skateboard, we all love skate decks hanging on a mantle, hanging on the wall, hanging in the garage, leaned up against something, damn it, or sitting in your vehicle at said show. You can uh, have this happen if you go and you look up Joey at Get Decked. Just search two words, Get Decked, Instagram or Facebook, and message Joey. Okay, Joey Delworth, he'll take care of you. If you're a show promoter, maybe you want to do a top 10. Maybe you want to add to your portfolio of products, kind of like Jason Bell has done with Mini Nats. We saw it with Scraping the Coast as well. We've seen it with Lone Star Throwdown, I believe. Get some skate decks made, okay? This is going to be a way for you to get your branding out there and to allow people to enjoy that show artwork in another way. We've been doing it. We were one of the first to the scene to put the pedal down, and that was Mike's idea, so... I got to give him a tick mark in his binder. I usually got this eraser right here, and I usually try to erase all of his tick marks. But this one I'm going to leave in here with kind of a permanent marker. And uh, But it's it's no, it's no all thanks to Joey at Get Decked. He's a great dude. He always comes through. We're getting ready to re-up maybe for the holidays. We've got some more things planned. But uh, you guys are going to love what we're doing. Of course, we got the mini trucking. It's in our DNA. That new shirt, it's available on our lifestylepodcast.com. Although the pre-sale has ended by the time you hear this, well, you'll have a day or two left, just know that you can still go to the website. Anything that we order in addition to that original run that we need, those will be on the website as we transition into kind of pre-sale into our launch, if you will. Now, the uh, we call it a pre-sale because that stuff will ship once it comes in, Okay. So the pre-sale will end, the order will be submitted. As soon as we get those, we will um, ship those and you'll get a tracking number. What we've added is when that order has been placed and when that order ships to us in the big box, we will send out a, a, a kind of a, a, a big email and we'll say, hey, the order has been submitted to Graphic Disorder, allow for a few weeks for it to print. Hey, the order is on its way to us. We'll blast that email out. And then, of course, you'll get the email when Mike, rather Shannon, Mrs. Mayor, when they ship them out, big ups to Mike and Shannon. So, again, thank you so much. If you can follow and or subscribe to the podcast, we certainly appreciate it, our lifestyle podcast. Uh, we're happy to provide updates every single week. Been doing this almost three years straight. We're going to keep the pedal stopped. But you've heard enough from me, ODB. Let's roll into audio with Ryan from AccuAir to talk a little bit about kind of the AccuAir relaunch that's still in effect. It's taken a little bit of time to ramp back up. A lot of things to work through, but we love the product. We love the brand and we love to see them expanding out more and more big ups to the family at AccuAir. Here we go. Enjoy the week. Be safe. Gotcha. Peace. Yo, yo, as I mentioned, 
We got AccuAir. They're back. We talked to them several months back, but Ryan's in the house again. How you doing, our friend? I'm doing well, man. How are you today? Dude, life is good, man. I know you guys are doing well. Congratulations. I saw a post the other day. It was your anniversary of about a year or so, kind of re-back on the team, man. Huge congrats from Mike and I. Thank you. Yeah, it's been crazy. It's uh, one year ago today, actually. I joined wow. the Arnot team, and we decided we were going to create a new Accuware. So awesome! You know, Arnot Industries. We love that they kind of went and picked up the pieces of the puzzle, right? And said, "Hey, let's run with this awesome brand." Many of us, we love it. You know, it's kind of ingrained in us. It, it was crazy to me about how long. I mean, Accuware had been around officially, unofficially. I mean, give or take, like ten, tenish years, right? Ten, or ten plus? Yeah, they were at like. 18 years originally yeah it's kind of hard to to wrap our heads around i mean even me i was looking back at some old posts the other day that was for like 2013 you know with some of the exo mound and stuff like that so you know it, it's hard to even think that it was almost going to be gone right but we all had our fingers crossed that a company like or would uh swoop down and say hey we can make this happen so you know that that was good stuff like you said about a year ago yeah it's been uh there's been challenges, but it's just awesome to have the product back out there and be back at shows and back active on social media. It's been huge. Yeah, no doubt. It seems like it might have been right before Lone Star Throwdown. We had you on uh, earlier this year. Uh, Lone Star is one of our favorite shows. We know you guys will be back out there. That's, uh, of course, every year in uh, February, Conroe, Texas. This is going to be the 11th annual coming up. But when... Um, when you guys said you're going to hit the road and you're going to support the scene, I mean, you have done that. We've seen you from east to west, you know, with AccuAir. You guys have been out there, um, you know, with the new trailer and things like that. Uh, how good of a feeling has it been, Ryan, just to get back out there and meet with uh, all of the enthusiasts? It's been so cool to get out and see that people still cared about the brand. Oh, yeah. Right? We cared about it because we're rebuilding it and it was this big part of our lives. It's cool to see that everybody else cared too. Oh, yeah. I like it, man. Yeah, I mean, it was like at Lone Star, you know, seeing uh, – it was pretty cool. You guys had the nod to some of the Florida rides, like Jimmy's Running Customs, of course, Shulman's The Navigator. and uh, But just seeing the quality in those builds and then, you know, the product, it must bring a smile to you guys' face to see people go, hey, I love the tactile uh, feel of that controller we love the product and man, it's, you know, it hasn't failed us. So, it, and it was, you know, something we saw with those builds that was in your booth at Lone Star. Yeah. I mean, it was ironic that all those guys ended up being from Florida, <laughs> but it was, you know, really different approaches to how they use the components. Yeah. I always love having Jimmy around because Jimmy drives his truck. I mean, he towed Mike Hill's Explorer all the way out there. Yeah. I mean, you nailed it, you know, it's just like boom and, so many cool different applications I've seen Jimmy do over the years. I've seen even Little Shop Manufacturing, of course, uh, Sadistic, Sadistic Iron Works. You know, all of these shops, you know, different levels of skill. But it, it just got to blow your mind sometimes when you look at that hashtag AccuAir and you see these trunk installs, these truck builds. It's probably just like, wow. You know what I mean? It, each time people are taking it to the next level. Oh, for sure. We put this new feature on the new AccuAir.com where our customers can actually submit their photos, their Instagram handles, and we'll post them on our story and on our feeds and stuff. But we see the craziest stuff come in from all over the world running AccuAir products. 
yeah, you mentioned the new website kind of re, um, you know, rebuilt almost from the ground up, it seems. But when they go to AccuWear.com, it looks like there's a new section there, AccuWear Life. Uh, talk to us a little bit about that. How hard is it for someone to submit some photos? So all they have to do is go to Get Featured mm-hmm. under Accurate Life, and they can upload them. It's that easy. It goes right to our Dropbox, and then we'll start putting them into our content calendar. That whole section is going to start filling up with like new blog posts, uh, event calendars, so you can see what shows we're going to be at, all kinds of how-tos and document libraries. We're working on filling that one out as we go. Yeah, very cool. It's just uh, it's kind of bringing us back to the excitement that we had uh, so often when you know the manufacturing Mondays and some of those things in the past that you guys have done. And, you know, speaking of videos, you guys have launched a couple of videos this year. And, man, that one with the dualies cruising and stuff like that, I mean, wow, that one came out swinging. I forget if that was from uh, right after Lone Star, but, dude, that thing was that was just a really an awesome video. Yeah, it was shot at LST. So we hired a full-time videographer. So all of these events that we're going to, we're bringing photo and video staff with us. So everybody used to see like all the cool videos from AccuWare and guys like Boston that started putting out these really like cinematic high def videos, and we're going right back to that. Yeah, we're happy to hear that because it's it brings that lifestyle that we love uh, all together. You know, some in the past, you know, I joked I think when you were on before about like the Wee Man video with his Impala and things like that. It, it just makes uh, you know me smile when I check out YouTube. Or I even go to Instagram and I check it out. So we're glad to hear that stuff's coming back. Uh, talk to us a little bit about we have seen a resurgence in social media. So you guys are apparently, it looks like you're ramping back up there with the AccuWare posts. We are. We're getting active again. We're putting out a lot of questions to people to get kind of responses from the customers about what they want and what new features and new products. We're getting feature content for cars and trucks and everything else back out there. We're uh, we're getting into the swing of things again. When I was out at C10 Intervention recently, got a chance to link up with the homies, get some stickers. We'll talk about some of the swag uh, in a moment. But one thing that I had mentioned during the Street Trucks live stream is, even though it's kind of an unofficial Facebook group, the AccuWare owners group has kind of grown, right? And one thing I've noticed, Ryan, is uh, you've never shied away from answering questions in there. You always go in there when you have time and you help people. Talk to us a little bit about some of the support, you know, including that kind of unofficial way, but even some of the official channels that folks or enthusiasts would have if they have questions. So I try and spend about an hour a day lurking around in that group and answering questions for people. Mm-hmm. It's something I did when the company was gone. And as we kind of came back, it's something I thought was really important. Mm-hmm. But now we also have the official channels where you can reach out to tech at and you'll hit Aaron in the office next to me. And he can give you official tech support to get back to you on anything you need. Awesome, man. That's one thing that was always good about AccuWare is you could call or you could email and you could get that support. And the one thing that I like is in this day and age, a lot of us, you know, we dread having to call customer service uh, because it's like, ah, you know, you're busy, you got things going on, you're juggling, you're multitasking. But to your point, they can even send that email and um, they're able to get the support through that channel. Yeah, we always try to start with email on tech. And I feel like some people think we're dodging them, 
But the biggest reason is so that we can send you back and forth documents and diagrams and instructions. Like there's things that we want to send you visual aids for that we can't give you over the phone quickly. In the past, uh, dealing with AccuAir tech, I've even noticed like you guys will go to the extent of saying, hey, let's check the voltage at the one of the levelers, one of the corners of the vehicle and things like that. Some of these things you, you all have probably have seen numerous times, so it's easier for you just to say, hey, in an email, check this and then let us know. Yeah, and for the common stuff, we also built it into the app. So for anybody running an accurate E-Level Plus, you can go into the app and check all of your sensor voltages. So we can have you raised all the way up, take a screenshot and send it to us, drop it all the way down, screenshot it, and we can really quickly skip all of those steps that we used to have to do. Yeah, coming from the the wireless industry for about 20 years and, and dealing with a lot with frontline reps and, and support where folks had to, you know, troubleshoot iPhones and Android devices and things like that, you know, tech support is super, um, you know, important. And to your point, you guys have been able to learn and try to make that experience a little bit better without having to do all the basic kind of tier one troubleshooting. Exactly. And the easier we can make it, nobody wants to climb underneath their truck with a multimeter. Right. You can do it from your phone. It takes you two seconds and you're done. I love it, man. Yeah, that's great stuff. Now, you hinted a little bit about some of the merch and things like that. My kind of understanding was, you know, with the things don't happen overnight, right? So it's been this year process, as you kind of alluded, uh, starting to see a product come back, which I want to hit on. Obviously, the website kind of refreshed, more social media posts. Some of the videos are coming back. Um, talk to us a little bit about some of the swag. Like, do you envision in the future with the R not umbrella being able to buy an AccuAir shirt, or you know, maybe getting some stickers, or are you going to have to just luck out at a show if you guys are there to be able to pick up something like that? So this is something we've been grinding on in the background for a little while now, but sitting in my office right now, that's going to be on the website within the next probably two weeks. We're going to have a couple of different AccuAir shirts, AccuAir hats different stickers, koozies, keychains, bottle openers, wheel plaques. We have a huge list of merchandise that's going live. Oh, that's great. Now, speaking of that, when you talk about the the merch, you know, I have a shirt that I picked up from SEMA years ago and uh, you know, those were kind of those it, it was almost like I remember I visited Apple years ago in Cupertino and they had an employee store and I was like, "Oh, you can buy a shirt with like Apple stuff on it." But you couldn't really buy that anywhere else. So I love to hear that you know those opportunities are going to open up. Um, talk to us a little bit. Uh, when I saw you at Scraping the Coast, you and the team there in Biloxi every June, we go out to that show. And when we talked a little bit about, you mentioned that you know AccuWare was in the process of starting to ramp back up with production. Where are you guys kind of with that? Can people come directly to you to buy um, product now? Yeah, you can actually come to us to buy our products. And right now, everything is in stock. So most orders are shipping within 48 hours. You can buy universal air suspension struts from us right now. And the cool thing is through the website, if you want to, you can also finance all of that stuff. We've oh, made it fantastic. super easy to use. Wow. That's, yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty awesome. I did see some of those, uh, like, you know, kind of pay as you go, you know, four monthly installment type things. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. It's a cool feature for people that maybe don't want to shell out all of the money to do a full setup and struts right now. So we built it in as an option for people. Yeah, that's great. And as we get closer to kind of the tax season, some people might want to bite the bullet a little bit early, maybe around Black Friday type situations, things like that. And then, of course, pay over the course of a couple of months. So 
uh, love those options. Now, one thing that I mentioned with the gentlemen that were out, of course, at uh, C10 Intervention when we did the live stream with Street Trucks was, you know, talking with you the last several shows, um, you guys have, you know, with the R-Not brand and then AccuWare, you've really done a great job, in my opinion, with the quality control going forward, right? So the focus of, you know, this high-level quality air suspension components. Uh, talk to us a little bit about how the things kind of go through the QA process to ensure that when they're received by the end user, that they're ready to rock and roll. One of the cool things that came with joining R-Not is we got this really high quality, mature, like purchasing team. Mm -hmm. So now we're vetting suppliers in a very different way. We're looking at what all their quality processes are in addition to ours. Mm -hmm. So we always had our quality processes where every unit's going to get tested at least twice before it goes out the door. Everything gets visually inspected by multiple people before it can go into a box. But now we're working backwards. So now we're getting back to how are our suppliers checking things? So our circuit boards, for example, get x-rayed twice, once before they're assembled and once after. And during the process, they go through an automated optical inspection that checks them in 3D six different times. It's not something we ever did before, but we got a really great partner in Orlando building our boards for us now. And luckily, we haven't had any issues with the new boards. That's fantastic. Yeah, and it kind of just goes for any of the listeners out there. You can follow AccuWare, of course, on all social media platforms, including YouTube, but the commitment that Ryan has kind of reinforced to me at various shows and what he's reinforcing now is you can buy this product with confidence. Now, you know, one of the things like we knew that there was a lot of uh, risks, right? When you, when you go, hey, I'm going to build this new product like, a, like an Indo CVT, right? And things like that. And, you know, sometimes in the product world, in the business world, those products work out. Then there's times when, you know, they don't, right? You guys have been very clear especially in the AccuWare owners group on Facebook, that, you know, the path forward is, you know, not going to include Indo CVT, but all of those other components that you guys have launched over the years, for the most part, all of those are in the portfolio. Yeah, and even some updates to classic ones. You know, we have new things we'll be launching at SEMA that we've been working on for almost nine months now. Wow, that's fantastic. A lot of us have come from an OEM background where we went through you know, these really big, long development processes. Mm-hmm. It's really defined testing, and that's what we're trying to bring to this. Yeah, very cool, because there's nothing more challenging than, right, getting into uh, this lifestyle, the sport, whatever you want to call it, air suspension market. And, you know, I've been doing this stuff a long time. I remember I, I joked with you at Scrape, and my first setup was quarter-inch lines with the little manual valves, right? A lot of the mini truckers started in that era. But now you get up to this high quality, you know, components where you're controlling stuff with your phone, potentially, uh, you don't want to get stuck. And that's one thing that most AccuWare owners will tell you over the years. They love the product because of the reliability. It's so huge. I mean, most people have seen me at any show with my Camaro. I've got 25,000 miles on that car with that exact setup in just under two years now. I've driven it cross country twice. Wow. When you drive on a daily, it means something different to you. Oh, yeah. Especially, it brings a smile to your face when you, you know, hit that touchpad or, you know, the iPhone app, Android app, and your stuff just works. And um, that's one thing that I always thought was cool. If you talk to owners of air suspension or spe- specifically AccuWare, they love the tactile feel 
uh, the touchpad. You guys nailed that so many years ago. And I'm glad to see it's continued to remain very similar. Obviously, I think there were some changes when the ECU came out, uh, the new ECU Plus. You kind of had a little bit of the, you know, kind of a refinements that you would almost see with Apple, right? I think you had the, the smooth sides or the flat sides at that point. Um, do you continue to, you know, foresee uh, one thing I asked about before was like different color options and things like that? I know you guys will sometimes experiment around with that, those type of things. Yeah, we so when we launched the touchpad, we kind of refined the housing shape. We changed the material to 17-4 stainless to make it magnetic. Mm -hmm. And then when we relaunched it under Arnot, we made it satin black. Mm -hmm. It's a salt black nitride. They use it on a lot of gun parts and stuff. Super hard, super durable. I've been using the same demo units for shows since LST, and they don't show anywhere, which is huge. Oh, yeah. But we definitely have some uh, special colors and future plans for some funky options in the in the works. Let's put it that way. Yeah, glad to hear that. One thing that I was always appreciative of when you talk about the improvements of the product over the years, I've had several setups, and in the older touchpads, you just had the plug, kind of that original. It wasn't, um, I think it was USB, I don't I forget if it was Type A or Type B, they called it, but it was like, I mean, basically, if you remember like the Motorola phones from, you know, 15 years ago, that original kind of port, right? And you guys had yep. it on the bottom, and then you had it on the back, which was cool, right? It was convenient depending on how you mounted it. But we all know that if you accidentally sat on that thing, it would sometimes crumple that uh, that end plug, right, the, the male part of it. But you guys have kind yep. of improved that, and now you have this lead, I'll call it like kind of an umbilical cord, all for the controller. Have things like that helped to reduce... Um, the amount of calls and, and you know, uh, warranty-type situations for you guys? Oh, for sure. We used to have somebody that sat on one, like, probably once a week. Mm. Not paying attention, go to leave a show, sit on it, break the USB off. And they're like, damn it. It always sucks. So at least, like, moving it off, if you sit on your touchpad now, you're not going to break the cord off in it. Oh, yeah. It's been huge. Good, good. I'm glad to hear that. Um, when When I think of the the product ECU plus when we talked at uh, scraping the coast one thing that I always thought was so uh, versatile with this product right is you guys have always kind of built upon what many successful companies do you take a product and say well you can buy this now and you can kind of do a modular thing and you can upgrade down as you go right maybe you don't have to put all the money out in the beginning but with ECU plus the thing that was always intriguing to me and the reason why I bought one was you kind of streamline your setup, right? You kind of reduce the amount of wires I foresaw, right, with the original um, ECU, but it's literally plug and play. So if you have someone that's like, you know what, I want to be able to use my phone to control my air suspension, right? It's as easy as going on AccuAir.com. You go under products, you can see E-Level, E-Plus, Connect, ECU upgrade, about 400 bucks, give or take. And when they receive that, um, talk to us a little bit about how easy is it, how easy it is to upgrade their system. You'd pull it out of the box, unplug your old E-level, plug your E-plus in, do your calibration, and you're done. It takes about 10 minutes. Yeah, it's crazy. And for the amount of money that it costs, it just brings you know so much more um, versatility to your system because now you can control it with your phone. And you can also control it, you know, if you still have, you know, obviously your controller as well. 
and one of the cool things is we have the ability to have over-the-air updates now. So, like, today I put out a question on my personal social media asking what features do people want. And one of them that keeps coming up is they want to be able to name their ECU. Cool. We can build that in and send it out as an over-the-air update, and people can have it in their system. Yeah, that's one thing that always intrigues me. Um, you can follow Ryan if you just go on Instagram and type in AccuWare. It's going to come up, AccuWare underscore Ryan. I, I always love to see the comments because there's things that, that I wouldn't think about that, hey, this would be beneficial, right? But some of the folks chimed in and said, hey, it would be awesome to be able to rename the ECU because, hey, at a show, everybody's got this, potentially, you know, multiple enthusiasts, and now it's all named the same. So when you think of these potential updates that you have, like I always look at uh, today was the, the iPhone 13 announcement, right? And I was ingrained in that stuff for many, many years uh, with iPhone launches, but I always, I always look and go, man, what more can you add to an iPhone? It's a, it's a little slab of technology. Okay, you can make the camera a little bit better, but Apple always figures out a way to add more stuff. As you guys look to improve like your products o- over the course of time, do you see um, more focus being put on like existing products or potentially launching new stuff, or is it maybe 50-50? I would say it's kind of 50-50, and the reason I say that is we've positioned E-plus to be very Mm future-proof. It's kind of the center of everything moving forward. So if we launch new sensors or new ways to control the system or new valves, you'll be able to still use it all through your E-plus. Understood. So we're developing all these accessory products, but we think that one unit is going to be future-proof for a long time now. Yeah, like a good base product. and. That brings me to a question I have is I, I thought that I saw this, but I could be wrong. The VU4, which is a mainstay in the scene, I mean, you'll see it from everything, the mini trucks, full sizes, of course, cars, that whole VIP, you know, a lot of the different, you know, genres in the car side. But one thing that I was curious about is, did I see it correctly that you guys are going to go to the um, NPT? So the, the NPT ports on the VU4 makes it where you have to screw in a fitting, right? So you get a little bit, potentially a little bit better connection, but over the course of time, maybe those cartridge fittings don't tend, you know, they won't leak. Or are you guys going to keep both in the uh, the market space? We're only going NPT. So our direction for everything moving forward is we're aiming to do NPT everywhere. And the big reason is it's much more flexible, mm-hmm. right? If you want to run quarter inch line, if you want to run three eighth, if you want to run boss fittings or swages, you can put whatever fitting you want into it. And where the cartridge fittings were really hard to replace, you had to get them pried out and press new ones in. NPT, you can screw one in, screw one out in no time. Yeah, I concur. We've even seen uh, some product offerings. I mean, people come up with all kinds of stuff. So, you know, you guys build the base, right? The VU4, and then you have, you know, all these different products come out. But you even have companies that have come up with, okay, here, thread it in, and now you've got a push-to-connect port on it. So that would still, if, if for, God forbid, for whatever reason, if something did leak over time, maybe a vibration or something, then they would just have to change that, and it's less ripping your system apart, overnighting a VU4 that's going to cost 20 25 30 bucks, depending on where you're at, just to get some fittings pressed in. It just didn't seem like it was the best uh, situation, you know, and oftentimes. Yeah, I mean... On-the-road serviceability is huge. For the people that drive this every day and want to drive it cross-country, if something ever happens, you want to be able to fix it yourself as quickly as possible. 
and NPT kind of enables us to do that. Oh, yeah. We're talking to Ryan from AccuWare. Again, you can follow AccuWare underscore Ryan. You can also follow AccuWare via uh, all social media platforms and AccuWare.com. Many of you that are listening, you obviously know the brand. But, you know, as I kind of think through some of the my last few questions, I want to talk about SlamFest in a moment. But what are maybe the top one or two questions that you see like all the time? Is it is it people that want to get into the AccuWare product offering? Um, maybe one top question you you receive there, and then maybe a top question that you receive from someone that already has it, maybe the blinking red light, something like that, that uh, you might be able to kind of throw out there and answer for some folks. So probably the biggest question we get nowadays is, are you back? Got it. That is the biggest question we get hands down. And really the answer to that is kind of. We're back as a brand, but we're with a new team and a new top level company and new resources and new production methods from a product side we get a lot of can i upgrade my ecu what do i need to upgrade it's a very easy one buy an e plus upgrade plug it in and calibrate it and you're done oh yeah yeah it's that simple once people are using it the biggest question we're getting is um about some new features and different things they want to be able to display in the app and a lot of that is coming down the pipeline right now oh yeah yeah, that's great. And we've seen some kind of hints of different things. And, you know, we've got our fingers crossed on what maybe some of those things will be. But rest assured, what we've continued to see from the brand is to make things easier, simpler, less issues. You know, no one wants to have, I mean, you know, the same thing with Apple. You know, Apple, they have a very, you know, contrary to what some people might think, they have a very low issue rate in their devices because the quality is so good. So when you have, devices that come back NTA or no trouble found, then it's like, it's a waste of resources because you've taken something off the, the shelf that, that was going to be sold as new. Now you're sending it out to a client, things like that. So again, just to kind of summarize my thought there, everything that I've seen from you guys from an AccuWare standpoint is make things easier, make things as reliable as possible. We don't want enthusiasts broken down. We don't want people complaining about, you know, an issue. Exactly. We want to sell people what we would run in our own cars every day. Oh, yeah. And I love hearing that. Now, there have been some, we kind of hinted about some videos. There have been some videos I've seen out there. I'm trying to remember, there was one I saw the other day from one of the homies. Uh, he kind of did an unboxing of the ECU Plus. And it was co- pretty cool. It's out there on YouTube. You can search ECU Plus AccuWare. You probably find it. But one thing that I appreciated about it was... A lot of people maybe don't understand the ECU Plus all the way through simply because they were with the reliable stuff for so long. So even though that product's been out a while, and of course it relaunched with or not purchasing AccuWare, um, I do still think there's questions out there that people receive or people have. One thing that that you just clarified earlier was that it's it's as simple as buying it, spending about $400 plus tax, and then installing it, it's super simple. Absolutely. It's a 10-minute process with no tools. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Now, I mentioned earlier, there's a bunch of shows that we've seen you guys at from East Coast to West Coast. So I you know, would probably stand with a lot of enthusiasts and say, hey, thanks for getting out there, supporting the scene, answering questions, like at a show at Lone Star, like at a show like Scraping the Coast. Now, you guys are going to be at SlamFest. So this is SlamFest's 30th anniversary. But you all, you guys also have an anniversary from about a year or so ago at SlamFest 29. 
Yes, Lampas 29 was the first day we made it public that Arnott had purchased the assets and we would be building a new company. So it means Slamfest is always going to have a special spot for us. And this year we'll be inside and outside at Slamfest. So awesome. Yeah, so they can come by the trailer outside and then the booth inside. They can get more information. Now, keep me honest, if they did want to buy a product, they could go to a potentially one of, the, uh, one of the, the suppliers there at the show that could be there set up, or they can go online uh, when they come by the booth, they can sometimes get a free sticker, things like that, and then obviously chat about the products. Yeah, we're always down to throw out some free swag at shows. As much as we love to sell it online, uh-huh. it's really cool to be able to just give stuff out at shows. Oh, yeah, and we saw that at C10 Intervention. I mean, it was pretty cool. You guys had four different stickers. You know, people could get a hands-on with a little, I don't want to call it a hockey puck, but that smaller size ECU Plus that just makes it so easy to upgrade your system. Yeah, this year we've given out Shirts, hats, koozies, towels, stickers. I'm not sure what we're going to give out next. <laughs> no, that's good stuff, man. What are you most excited about as you kind of turn the corner into this uh, Q4? I guess we're technically in September, October, no, October, November, December. That fourth quarter, but that fourth quarter also includes the S word that you mentioned earlier, SEMA. I know you're excited, oh probably to make the, the, the trek out to Vegas. Yeah, we're excited for SEMA. You know, it's always such a big production. We're doing a 30 by 60 booth this year. We've got our car corral back up and running. So we're going to have a really cool, big presence. Everybody will be able to stop by and see us. And then from SEMA, we're immediately shooting down to Dino's. Excellent. Yeah, I got a chance to meet Dino over at C10 Intervention. Just a great guy, just a, a great truck enthusiast. And he's been doing this stuff a long time. But the event that he has kind of helped... Um, you know, manifest or, or build, if you will, has just been awesome. Yeah, the Get Down is just a cool, cool show. It's a great environment. And it's always fun that it's no trophies, no entry fees, just everybody come hang out and have a good time. Oh, yeah. the One of the last couple things I had was um, just trying to think through, um, I know this one's near and dear to me is, we, I really love the Exo mount. I still have one. I'm going to end up using it in my car. And um, with the ECU Plus and things like that, you know, our fingers are really crossed. And I know that you kind of hinted that there's going to be more stuff coming. We've seen, I've seen some products from like a Sadistic Ironworks that allow for this like kind of a, you know, different mounts, right, that bring together maybe a VU4, an ECU Plus, maybe a tank. There's obviously a lot of different tanks on the market now, which is amazing to me. Square tanks, um, you know, the spun alu- uh, full spun aluminum, the seamless tanks. I mean, so many different options from different vendors. But um, I would hope to see maybe in the future some sort of, um, you know, a-, a nice mounting system. Because I tell you what, that that Exo mount was definitely a hit for so many years. Ironically, I actually have a pair of Exo mounts sitting here on my desk with some notes <laughs> drawn on them. Oh, nice, nice. I like it. <laughs> Yeah, it's good stuff because it just makes for a simple setup, whether you're running like me with a 64 Lincoln Continental, uh, you've got that space down there. Um, or if you're running something like, uh, you know, a Honda Civic, you know, it just makes for uh, an, an easy, clean setup. I think lastly, when you and I had talked prior, you know, you mentioned the Jeep that you drive a lot as well. Uh, it's a potential uh, product there. When you see a new OEM or an OEM like Ford, right, roll out a Bronco and, and, and things like that, 
do you guys is you know do your do your is your interest peaked to say hey what could we potentially offer for a different market and do you potentially see more coming in 2022 and beyond over on that side yeah it'd be pretty cool if somebody bagged a bronco for sema <laughs> i know right <laughs> you know we're looking at all kinds of options with are not backing us and their ability to build struts and springs and all these things they had already been working kind of that off-road space so we're going to help them get some products to market there and then come back and do some suspension parts for kind of our core space where people are used to seeing us excellent yeah i i love i love hearing that and you know even one of my um a buddy i know in the scene he's got an awesome van that i heard might make it out to SEMA and it might be in a pretty cool booth. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that, man. <laughs> yeah. Something like a 36 international. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Some, some old school. <laughs> and um, just to give a plug to Phil, it was, I was trying to think of the video earlier from YouTube. It was Phil at twisted images. I think he spent time over at BC fab years ago, but I believe I recently watched on his YouTube channel, twisted images um, the video about the ECU plus. So I would encourage people to go check it out because many folks haven't seen it maybe hands on, but if you come by Acura's booth at a show like slam fest, you'll be able to get a chance to see it. And then typically they'll have vehicles in their booth where you can also experience it like you would maybe like at a SEMA show. So uh pretty cool stuff, but dude, Ryan, we've talked about a lot of cool stuff, man. I always appreciate even from, um, you know, a perspective of me just kind of wanting to, you know, bend your ear a little bit and kind of understand, hey, well, what about this? Well, what about that? You're always uh, forthcoming with uh, some great answers and things like that. And, and I know the listeners are going to appreciate uh, you coming back on uh, our lifestyle podcast. Was there anything else that you maybe uh, that we didn't get a chance to hit on that you wanted to touch upon, my brother? I don't think so. You know, we're just kind of planning for the next round of shows. We'll be at, uh, SEMA, Dino's, and then I think we've got Eastbound, Get Down, Blood Drag, and then we're back to LST. I can't believe it, man. We're going to be out in Conroe, Texas again, and um, I would you know, shamelessly plug and tell people, uh, go to LoneStarThrowdown.com. Uh, the, the, they, of course, we all know they top out at 2K, but I'd guarantee they're well over 75% sold, and when you go to LoneStarThrowdown.com, you'll see the Navigator from uh, Accuware's booth last year, so you know, Acura, you guys are everywhere, and it's going to be great to see you kind of come back 100% full force. I know you guys are kind of throttling up to that point, but, uh, you know, Ryan, again, we appreciate you guys and the team, and it was good seeing uh, them out there as well at C10 Intervention. Absolutely. Appreciate you having me on today, buddy. Yeah, no worries. Stay on the rise, and we'll keep it posted to Acuware.com. Ryan, thank you so much. Thanks, Jason. We got you.